the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business talk during the day. Then we kick back and relax in the evenings. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Israel today hosting a summit of European and Arab leaders to discuss the Israel-Gaza war. The U.S. is not among the countries in attendance. The BBC's Caroline Holly has more details. This hastily arranged summit comes as fears grow for the stability of the entire Middle East. Arab leaders are angry at the scale of civilian suffering caused by Israel's retaliation in Gaza. And they want the world to give proper attention to resolving the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Meanwhile, Republican Senator Jody Ernst of Iowa fears the Israel-Hamas war has jeopardized a hope for establishment of the Israeli-Saudi relations. I will not say that the Israeli-Saudi peace agreement is dead. I won't say that, but I do think that we've got a much longer road ahead of us now. It is Senator Joni Ernst, and this is SRN News. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-719-5601. That's 800-719-5601. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Good morning. Welcome King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440, on a gorgeous autumn day. Um, I'll tell you what, we've had we've had Octobers where it feels like the snow's already flying here. Um, the only drawback is of this weather is we have not had a frost sufficient to knock down my allergies yet, and it's a little late in the season for that, but I'll put up with it just so that we can all enjoy gorgeous October days. Um it's also uh, Education Minnesota Weekend, or uh, for the older folks here, MEA Weekend. 
meaning that a lot of folks go out of town uh, and uh, a lot of and uh, according to uh, according to a few friends and a reddit board that I read from here in St. Cloud um, uh, someone saying said that uh, the note from Delta Airlines to uh, travelers out of MSP was get here two extra hours early uh, I thought that was I thought that was really quite interesting um, and and so um, so that was a quite uh, quite inter- uh, quite interesting note and everyone's like and I think the note was for someone from out of town. They're like, what's this about? Why would I have to get there two hours early? And everyone wrote back, MEA weekend, MEA weekend. It also means that it's um, it's uh, when college campuses like ours, where I'm sitting right now, are, are filled with uh, uh, teens and their parents who are touring campuses for the traditional uh, 18-year-old start uh, for um, – the traditional 18-year-old starting college uh, right out of high school. Um, so they're here. So I'll be actually, as soon as the show's over, we're doing it live today. Um, as soon as the show is over, I am running, not walking, over to um, over to uh, a, a neighboring building so that I can uh, greet some of the last parents and, and uh, students, prospective students who are coming to campus here. Um, it's happening all over the place. Um, and and at the same time, everybody else is gone. The streets around here are dead because it's it it's like a mini Minnesota vacation. And people say, "Well, do we? You know, what is this about?" I said, "Oh, it's Patriots Day, right? Yes, you know the movie, right? You know the movie because it's called Patriots Day when they run on the Monday, the Boston Marathon, and you know the you've seen the movie, I'm sure. Patriots Day is an annual event, and it's a holiday in Massachusetts." Okay, so MEA weekend I think of as being Minnesota's Patriots Day, uh, and that's pretty cool. Uh, so everyone's out having having a good time. We got good weather. Um, I I'm actually going to make a comment about the about the end of the previous show, not because not not out of disagreement, but I want you to spend a moment to think about what you if you were listening to the previous show, and you should. Real Estate Chalk Talk is a darn good show. They've been doing. Uh, John John is with us today, and John, I know, produces that show sometime. John, how long has Real Estate Chalk Talk been here on the Biz 1440? They are one of our longest clients. I think they've been here at least eight years this stretch, and I think they may have had a stretch earlier. So it might be as much as 10 or 12 years uh, they've been with us. So great guys, yeah. too. Great guys. Yeah. They, they see that. They they just sound like guys that'd be fun to sit in a in office. They and, are <laughs> and just and just chat for an hour. They are. I just think that I think that'd be a blast. Uh, anyway, um, I thought it was instructive uh, to hear them at the end of the show where they were talking about mortgage rates at nine and and ten percent because mortgage rates hit eight percent this week. We know that build the building trades have had. Not I would. I have to be careful how I say this. Construction itself has not been terribly bad. It's not growing as rapidly as it was eighteen months ago. Uh, it couldn't have grown that fast for very long. It, it just went nuts uh, in twenty twenty two. But it's not really slid for a variety of reasons. But not the point I want to make. The point I want to make is a lot of focus was on the fact that thirty year fixed term mortgage rates crossed the 8% number, which it's been a dang long time since you've seen 8% mortgages uh, here. I'm old enough to remember mortgages that that began with a one and had another number before the decimal place. Uh, I know someone that borrowed to buy his first home in Southern California in the early 1980s at 11%. Um, and this was a, this guy also was a PhD economist. And he said, "Well, we'll just we'll just figure out how to refinance this at some time down the road." And, and he did eventually, I guess. I actually don't know what he did with the house after that, but I remember him saying, "I can't believe I'm taking out an 11 percent mortgage." Um, and so you hear you hear, and and at the end of the show, I think it was I don't know, I think the last 60 90 seconds, um, the host and and a guest are speculating where rates will go: nine percent, ten percent. Well. In my world, my my thought goes to okay. So if that's true, what does that mean? I mean, 
And I always listen to people who have skin in the game, and the real estate chalk talk guys have skin in the game, right? They're 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 in the business. Um, they're making a living off this, and so they have a reason to. They have spent a lot of time thinking about that. When I when I hear that, I'm not in the real estate business, but what I do know is I've spent an entire career thinking about interest rates. And if you tell me that a mortgage rate is going to be nine to ten percent, my mind goes to what then does that mean for the treasury market? What does that there mean for mortgage-backed securities? What does that mean for the stock market? You know, I work through what's the implications of that outside of real estate. And I and I'm just going to give you a, a number. One point seven five. That has been the historical spread between 30-year mortgage rates for prime borrowers, for, for, your best, for your best borrowers, high credit score borrowers, and a 10-year treasury security. That current spread is at 3.0. I'll, I'll, I'll use, if you hear me use basis points, just, to, just in case you're new to the show, basis, points is, a basis point is 1 one-hundredth of a percent. So if I say 1.75% or 175 basis points, that's the same thing. So 300 is not, I mean, we've had 300 basis point spreads in in history. So the spread between the 8% mortgage and the 5% 10-year T is not all, is not a historical but really unusual. It probably only happens about three to five percent of of the history. If you think rates are then going to go onward to nine to ten percent, as they suggest, to me that says you then you must think there's a world where Treasury securities are going significantly higher in yield. We know that the rate between a that the the interest rate on bonds is inversely related to its price. So if you're holding a three a bond that pays you three percent interest, and rates have gone to five, you've already taken quite the bath. You're going to take a bigger bath if those rates go to seven. Okay, so not only does that have uh, an implication for what happens to housing prices because higher mortgage rates means fewer people can qualify to bar- qualify for the mortgage to buy that house but it also means that if you are if you're sitting on a portfolio that has bonds in it in your retirement account those bonds are losing value and what i hear from a real if a real estate guy says i think mortgage rates are going to 9 to 10 my translation is that means that means treasury securities are going to go to six and a half to seven percent because of that normal spread, that one point seven five. Okay, you can round or one, you know, you can round it up to two hundred basis points down to one hundred fifty. I've seen I've rates sell the spread seldom gets less than one hundred basis points. It seldom gets above three hundred basis points to give you an idea of what that of what the dispersion of spreads looks like. I would. I mean, I. I don't have the. I don't have the hard numbers directly in my head, and I don't have a long history of looking at that spread. I probably only looked at it for twenty-five years worth of data, because I was interested in it. I was interested in it when we got to the great financial crisis, because the banks were marking up mortgages because they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to hold this or not, right? Um, but I can tell you that. I can tell you that I my impression was my impression of that was you're saying something about interest rates that I don't think a lot of people I'm not going to say that they agree with but I don't think anyone's gamed out a world in which treasury securities are trading at 6.5 to 7% yields and and so my point being if it's true then we've got we've got some additional adjusting of our expectations to do. Okay, not not sure what that means. Let me uh, let me let, let, let me hold John till after the break. I'd be happy to answer that question. I want to talk about this. I'm 
I'm glad she. I'm, I'm glad he called about that. But but let me. Let me, that's a different topic. So let me hold that till the break. I what I. So let me just let me just give you a setup for today. I was telling because John's here and not Spencer. John John got the got the barrage of audio clips um, because on uh, Thursday uh, on Thursday Jay Powell spoke to the New York Economics Club. And then had a Q&A with uh, David Weston, who does Wall Street Week. I, I play a fair amount of uh, things out of Wall Street Week because it's the big economic show, that economics and finance show that happens on Bloomberg on Friday nights. So it's the thing that's possible you didn't listen to, but I did because I've been watching Wall Street Week, oh gosh, since I was a kid. I know, I'm weird. My parent, My dad got me to watch Wall Street Week when I was like... 10, 11, 12 years old, and off and on, I've watched it ever since. Um, and Weston got some interesting nuggets out of him. But this is the week in which the Federal Reserve, every president, every governor, was incentivized to get out in front of a microphone and say what they think is going to happen next because today begins the quiet period. The Fed has a policy that you do not go out and speak about monetary policy within 10 days of an FOMC meeting. Friday was 11 days beforehand. They're not going to speak on the weekend. So Monday comes, they're they're dead silent. And there were comments by all kinds of folks. I actually pulled one other one other uh, Federal Reserve president, Loretta Mester uh, from Cleveland, but otherwise but I could have just played clips all show. But once once Powell came out and did this thing at the New York Economics Club, uh it was pretty clear that once he had done that, that was the definitive statement of what of what's coming from the Federal Reserve. And I don't think people like it and this relates to why I was talking about talking about real estate chalk talk. I would not have dreamt that they would raise interest rates as high as 6% on the Fed funds rate. I think it's possible now. And I think markets are thinking it's possible now. And there's a lot of adjustment happening as a result. We'll tell you about those things and we'll play a bunch of that right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Join the team that saves lives. About 2,300 people in Minnesota are waiting for a life-saving transplant at this very moment. And while men are more likely to need a transplant, they're less likely than women to register as organ donors. No matter your age or health, let's help tackle the waiting list. Make your game plan to register as a donor today at life-source.org. That's life-source.org. Sponsored by LifeSource, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. 
urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-320-7171. That's 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. This is Jane Robolo, co-host on Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. When it comes to supporting local food banks or raising money for those in need, our listeners know they can count on this station to lend a helping hand. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for community connection. A new bill in Congress would ensure AM radio remains free in vehicles. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. Ibelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more at iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. When strings are ripe and swelled with rain, may she will stay. It's hard to interrupt the sun. It just is. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. 651-289-4477, the number to call here on the Biz 1440, the King Banyan Show, where we find John on line one. Good morning, John. How are you today? Oh, very good. Good morning. That was great music from Simon and Garfunkel. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful song. Beautiful and song. I also, I also wanted to tell you that Wall Street Week with Lou Rukeyser was a great program. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a great source of investor information and economic information. Um, what I wanted to ask you about, sir, is that I read this week that a professor from Harvard received the Nobel Prize in Economics. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to ask you if you could tell us something about her and what her research was. What what was it she wrote that uh, uh, gave her that distinction? Well, I have to say, uh, I, 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 there are times where the Nobel Committee picks people. You go, hmm, okay, I got to I got to talk about that person's research. Hmm. Claudia Golden, uh, who won the Nobel uh, earlier this month, couldn't be happier. Um, really superb economist, trained at the University of Chicago, and I, and I always identify. I, I, I identify myself as a by by the person who was the chair of my dissertation committee. So I call myself a Tom Willett student. Tom was my my dissertation advisor, lifelong advi- lifelong mentor. Um, Claudia Golden was trained by uh, Robert Fogel, Bob Fogel is an economic historian. So Golden comes out of a tradition of doing economic history. But much of her great work was done in the field of trying to research the pay gap between men and women. A lot of this work happened with a, uh, another economist named uh, Larry Katz, uh, who I, I, I don't know Golden. I'm pretty sure we've never met. It's possible I was at a conference where she was in the room, but I don't recall. But I bet Larry Katz, because Larry Katz actually does re- did research on uh, labor markets and sports, which is a field that I've written on too. So, so what she's trying to determine is that that gap between the pay for men, pay for women. How much of that is actually a, a, a charge of discrimination? How much of that is accounted for by other factors? Things like why do women choose to be in fields where, you know, where 
measurable productivity increases are smaller. Why do they pick those fields? Because a lot of the pushback you get from people who say there really isn't discrimination, there isn't gender discrimination, is because women don't go into high high risk fields, high productivity growth fields. It's like, well, then maybe you should ask the question, well, why aren't they there? If there's more return there, why don't they choose that? Um, and she's been trying to research that over the, her entire career. Um, it's really good, careful work. I know when people hear a Harvard economist, they think to themselves, oh, she must be a liberal. It's like, well, she trained at what's often considered to be sort of the home of free market economics in terms of, of, of schools of thought. She trained at Chicago. Um, and and I, I, I have to say, uh, economists across the spectrum, left, right, and center, think very highly of the work of Claudia Golden. I don't think there's a person out there that doesn't think this is a richly deserved Nobel. Good, yes. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, John. Appreciate Thanks. I appreciate the call. I thank you for the question. I've been meaning to get to get to that for a for a couple of weeks and uh and this just allowed me to put that in here and I and I didn't want to take a whole lot of time because I don't really sort of I don't know that that fits with all the other things we have to talk about. I mean I'll be let me just pause for a moment to say I think that there's this is a uh, one of the most difficult times to do econ- an economic show, economic forecasting, which means it's also the greatest time. Um, we started this show in late 2009, coming out of the great financial crisis. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, we're coming up on the 14th anniversary of this show uh, in, a, in a couple weeks. Because um, I have it specifically in my head when we started the show was like, I'm, I, if you go back, I'm willing to bet that's the first weekend in November. And because what's what's in my head, you know, what you remember and what's actually true can sometimes be different, but it's somewhere in there. Because I know I traveled, I traveled to China in in, in September of 2009, and and the decision to move over here to the Biz 1440 hat from from 1280 was. Uh, was around was happened while I was in China, um, so it was uh, it was an, it was uh, around that time, and it was a great time to just launch a show because we're coming out of the great financial crisis. All kinds of questions are out there when the we're still going through the great recession of two thousand eight, uh, and people people uh, were super interested in economics. It was a great decision to do that. I will say over the interceding 14 years, I have always found something to talk about, but no period of time was I as busy giving talks, doing writing, doing radio uh, interviews than I was 2007, 2008, 2009. Um, This year has been as busy a year as any of those. And there have been transitions here at the university for me as well. I, I, I will say... I am in that space where I am happy tired. I am I am tired. I real there are days where I realize, oh, I'm not fifty anymore. I actually takes a little extra effort and energy for me to keep doing what I'm doing now at the age I am now. Uh but at the same time I say, But it's so exciting. It is so interesting to think about what's hap- what is happening right now. We have had this huge economic experiment. And there are lots of people who are using this this experiment in this time of polarized political views to make wildly false statements about what we know and what we don't know. What we don't know is probably greater now than what we knew we didn't know back in 2020. There are things we were pretty sure were true in 2020 that we now go, hmm, I'm not sure that's true. And so related to John's question, it's in the same way that there are there are things we thought we knew about the difference in pay between men and women that Claudia Golden has caused us to question and go, well maybe we don't know quite as much as we thought we would. And that's what a great that's what a great great economist can do for you. Right? And that's 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 what she does. Um there is um but this particular point in time is is fascinating insofar as we now have had three plus years 
of government spending and debt creation that far exceeds anything we thought would happen before. What I find fascinating, just to give you one example that I'm pretty sure many of my listeners would be tickled by, I'm not, I'm not tickled by it, but it's just a reminder to me that, that at, his, at his core, uh, uh, Paul Krugman is an academic economist who tries to do his job. We disagree on many things, but he's trying to do the job. In 2008-2009, when this show started, we said the amount of debt that was being created by the the Affordable Care Act, by the Obama stimulus package back in early 2009, would swamp the economy with debt and inflation. Uh, I was wrong. It didn't. It didn't really do that. And I think it emboldened a number of people to say, well, then, that doesn't really matter. So we might as well go ahead and spend more money. I mean, even Republicans in 2017 and 2018 and even 2019 signed on to bills that led to greater deficit spending without even paying lip service to how much it would it could potentially add to uh, federal debt. So comes the pandemic and all of a sudden everybody's like, yeah, we just have to spend more. We just have to spend more. Well, we're going to find out now. If it turns out it doesn't really matter, then everything we've thought about, everything, shoot, I've thought about in the last 15 years needs some revision. But when you get a Paul Krugman to come out and say, you know, we probably should pay more attention to inflation than we are right now. You know, maybe we're spending, maybe the government, maybe government spending's a little too high. Paul Krugman said this in the New York Times. <laughs> when you get that, you realize you're living in a world where things are really changing and everything is, is just, to use my New Englandese, wicked interesting right now. Just wicked interesting. And so it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it just is, John. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll go to a break while I while I uh, while I start to play before I become king from Boston, right here on the <laughs> wicked business fourteen forty. We got a wicked hard break coming up. <laughs> wicked hard break right now. <laughs> isn't just hair because hair is confidence hair is identity hair is everything and i love that i can find beauty steals of 50 percent off by hair care must-haves like lola v and color wow amazing deals on shampoo and conditioner pairs from redkin and living proof and new product launches from my favorite brands like dyson and way all at ulta beauty's gorgeous hair event happening now until october 21st so hurry shop in store online or try pick up today ulta beauty the possibilities are beautiful conditions may apply are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Grandchildren are a gift from God, but sometimes they come with surprise bonus gifts. I got granddaughters now that go to preschool. You've never been sicker in your life till you spend time around kids that go to preschool. It's awful. You want a flu vaccine? Scrape the cheek of a five-year-old coming out of a preschool. And my granddaughter waits till I'm sleeping on the couch and she just walks over and stares at me. And did you know because of gravity, everything in her little mouth is splashing on my face. 
Comedian Jeff Allen will be in Minnesota on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. AM 980 The Mission and Mathnasium are proud to present a clean comedy night for all ages. The worst is when they take a drink out of your water. They give the glass back and there's this six-course meal floating around the top. Jeff's stories are hysterical and his testimony is deeply inspiring. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff in person. Water shouldn't have 40 grams of fiber in it. That's all I know. Visit am980themission.com today and save up to $10 per ticket. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-914-1358. That's 800-914-1358. They say every man must need protection. They say I'm a male must fall. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Biz 1440. Yeah, I swear I see my reflection. Oh. It's a little different Something than having Spencer here. <laughs> a little different. I was just feeling uh, it today. I don't know. This I one just came together in like five minutes. This is a pretty darn good uh, uh, playlist you got. We'll see how so it anyway. keeps going. <laughs> All right, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with questions and comments. I'm just going to point out uh, some of the economic data of the week, and then we'll turn to some a lot of these clips we got because we got we got a lot. We got a lot from uh, Jay Powell Thursday, and uh, wanted you to hear that. Uh, but just quickly, most of the data of the week, and some reason why I think interest rates shot up again was was. An increasing amount of data comes in to say the economy that we thought, I thought, at the be- at the beginning of 2023 would have a recession this year. Is it having one at least by the end of the third quarter? September retail sales up seven-tenths percent versus a forecast of 0.3. Uh, that that's in point six, leaving out automobiles, which of course are a little harder to come by because because of the UAW strike. Um, industrial production expected to be flat to slightly up, up a pretty solid uh, three tenths of percent. Um, home builder confidence is down. Housing starts, it, housing starts, and building permits came in about where you expected. Um, and that was pretty much all the data that we had. Uh, oh, and initial jobless claims. Um, it's one of those one of those price things, right? You know how everything gets priced with a ninety nine or a ninety eight because you get the psychological factor. Same thing happened with the jobs with the initial jobless claims number. We expected to be at like two ten. It comes in at at one ninety eight. That's not a very big miss. Those numbers, those data tend to be noisy week to week, and everyone's like. <gasps> Wow, 198. Wow, that's not that big a deal. I'm sorry, it just isn't. Um, but again, for 14 months running, leading economic indicators comes in negative, um, making us think that recession should be here by now. Uh, hasn't turned just yet. So, at let me turn let, now. Let's get let's get to Jay Powell. The Economics Club of New York is a big deal. It's a, it's basically where where all of the financial types in Wall Street, um, major bankers, and so forth, all with all the with New York City headquarters, all come to this big hall, 
and they are they get a lunch and they get they get a speech usually from somebody big. I don't think we knew last week that Jay Powell was going to be giving the Economics Club talk. My guess is he needed a place to go talk, and they, his team called around and they found him. A, they found him the opportunity. They engaged David Weston, who you hear on Bloomberg on the radio here uh, at the Biz fourteen forty during the week. But he's the he's the the host of uh, the Wall Street Week show that uh, as John, as a uh, caller John mentioned. Used to be hosted for many, many years by Louis Rukeyser. Uh Love Louis Rukeyser. Um Love David Weston. I think he does a very fine job. And so he got to do the Q&A. But first, Powell got up to give about a nine-minute speech, which sounds like pretty much all the other speeches he gives. But there's there was a little bit of shaded information in here, and I want you to hear it. So, so this was on Thursday. This is cut number one, please, John. Inflation readings turned lower over the summer, uh, a very favorable development. The September inflation data continued that downward trend, but were somewhat less encouraging. And shorter-term measures of core inflation over the most recent three and six months are now running below 3%. But... Uh, these shorter-term measures are often volatile. And in any case, inflation is still too high, and a few months of good data are only the beginning of what it will take to build confidence that inflation is moving down sustainably toward our goal. So that is a pretty... That's pretty consistent with what you heard. I'm comparing to the prepared remarks at the FOMC speech. The view on inflation clearly has not been changed by the by the October data they have so far not the PCE data that they got at the end of the month nor by the CPI data that we talked about here on the biz 1440 just last week right so he's reviewed inflation now he's going to want to talk about labor markets too let's play that cut too in the labor market strong job creation has met a welcome increase in the supply of workers due both to higher participation and to a rebound of immigration to pre-pandemic levels. Many indicators suggest that while conditions remain tight, the labor market is gradually cooling. Job openings have moved down well below their highs and are now only modestly above pre-pandemic levels. Quits are back to pre-pandemic levels as well, and the same is true of the wage premium earned by those who change jobs. So that last piece is very interesting. They have paid a fair amount of attention to a wage tracker that is kept by the Atlanta Federal Reserve, um, which measures wages based on whether or not you switch jobs in a month, the changing your wages if you change jobs, versus the change in wages if you stayed on the same job. That gap had been as much as, as 4%. You got a 4% bump just by changing jobs. And with there being, at one point, two vacancies for every unemployed person, it wasn't very hard to switch jobs. And so a lot of businesses were saying, I'm bringing people in, I'm getting them trained. They stay for three to four weeks, and then they find a better job, and they leave. And so I have to go back and do it all again. It's very disruptive. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working in a space where I just lost one of my key people that runs one of my programs. And I, you know, in the struggle to find somebody new is pretty darn hard. Um, but those numbers are beginning to back off. I'm not as sold on the Atlanta wage growth tracker as, you know, because the sampling sizes are fairly small, but, Clearly, this is a statistic that was interesting to me that he would emphasize that particular number because that's a fairly new measure, and I'm not sure how well we understand it it historically. Let's continue. Cut number three. To date, declining inflation has not come at the cost of meaningfully higher unemployment, a highly welcome development but also a historically unusual one. Healing of supply chains in conjunction with the rebalancing of demand and supply in the labor market has allowed disinflation without substantially weaker economic activity. Indeed, economic growth has consistently surprised to the upside this year. 
as most recently seen in the strong retail sales data released earlier this week. Forecasters generally expect GDP to come in very strong for the third quarter before cooling off in the fourth quarter and next year. Still, the record suggests that a sustainable return to our 2% inflation goal is likely to require a period of below-trend growth and some further softening in labor market conditions. So, to summarize that, uh, and this has been pretty—he's been pretty consistent on this. We are—we can see that the that the economy is still growing strongly. We're seeing the kinds of adjustments we like, we want to see. We've been surprised by how much economic growth there is. We know that getting inflation down without seeing a rise in unemployment is unusual. They say historically, un- he says historically unusual. That's a Phillips curve reference. And then in the last sentence, he says, the record suggests, I'm reading his speech, the record suggests that a sustainable return to our 2% goal is likely to require a period of below-trend growth and some further softening in labor market conditions. In other words, we still expect GDP to grow much more slowly. We still expect unemployment to rise. And if you translate to mean we still think there's a Phillips curve relationship, you're not wrong. That is kind of what he's saying, right? Okay, so so that's the setup, right? That's the world that he sees. He says, we've been surprised. Guess what? We've all been surprised. I got absolutely flabbergasted by a Bloomberg headline that says a recession's 100% likely. And I'm like, what on earth do you mean? Would Have you learned nothing in the last year? We keep getting surprised and you're going to run out with a Bloomberg headline that says 100% recession? Please. Please. Don't do that. Just don't do that. You'll find it in our Twitter feed using the hashtag pound KBRS. Uh, it's just, it, it, it's, it, it, it's utterly silly. And, you know, and he says, look, we've been surprised. All right? We've been surprised. We'll talk more about that and listen to the rest of the prepared remarks right after these messages here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Grandchildren are a gift from God, but sometimes they come with surprise bonus gifts. I got granddaughters now that go to preschool. You've never been sicker in your life till you spend time around kids that go to preschool. It's awful. You want a flu vaccine? Scrape the cheek of a five-year-old coming out of a preschool. And my granddaughter waits till I'm sleeping on the couch and she just walks over and stares at me. And did you know because of gravity, everything in her little mouth is splashing on my face. Comedian Jeff Allen will be in Minnesota on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. AM 980 The Mission and Mathnasium are proud to present a clean comedy night for all ages. The worst is when they take a drink out of your water. They give the glass back and there's this six-course meal floating around the top. Jeff's stories are hysterical and his testimony is deeply inspiring. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff in person. Water shouldn't have 40 grams of fiber in it. That's all I know. Visit am980themission.com today and save up to $10 per ticket. 
If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. The Ramsey Show. I don't have credit card debt. I don't have student loan debt. I don't have car payments. I'm under control and I got a pile of money. You know what would happen? The economy would collapse. No, it wouldn't. The economy would boom. Weekdays from 1 to 4 p.m. Live on the Biz 1440. Free again Back to being Free again Back to being me Again Welcome back, King Bang Show, The Biz 1440. I am uh, happy to be with you this morning. Uh, Happy to have John here. Uh, Spencer is on assignment. Be back in a week or two. Um, Anyway, we are um, we are working through the uh, the prepared remarks of of Jay Powell. Next hour, I'll have some of the Q and A, which was also. And I'd argue, in some sense, perhaps the more interesting part of the speech, but but he did drop hints, right? Because remember, forward guidance means you're going to tell people in advance what you're going to do if you're a monetary policymaker. So he now gets through. I've set up the entire view of what we think the world looks like right now. Now I'm going to tell you what's coming next. Let's start. Let's start with this is Jay Powell Thursday at the Economics Club of New York. Cut four. The stance of policy is restrictive, meaning that tight policy is putting downward pressure on economic activity and inflation. Given the fast pace of the tightening, there may still be meaningful tightening in the pipeline. So that that's very consistent with what they said, which is we know monetary policy works with lags. We know we raise rates really quickly. Some of the impact of what we've done may yet to be may be as of yet unseen. Okay, continues. Cut five. Additional evidence of persistently above trend growth or that tightness in the labor market is no longer easing could put further progress on inflation at risk and could warrant further tightening of policy. And it's at this moment that the markets went, oh, no. Oh, no. Really? Really? If there's anything that would have provoked... Um, someone to say that they thought mortgage rates were going to get to double digit. That one sentence does it. Right? Um, there was a lot of upset that we won't have time to play, but because I wanted to play the Paul, the Paul Q and A. But there was a lot of upset over that sentence because everyone has believed that they have to take things off the board now. At this moment. There is no chance in November, okay, that they're going to move on, that they're going to move right now because they've said, they've they've said as much. Uh, indeed, I believe you'll hear it here. Let's pl- let me go ahead and play cut six. I'm going to retreat back to cut five after this, but but let's play cut six so you can hear hear the other sentence that was meant to move a market. Cuts. Given the uncertainties okay. and risks, and given how far we've come. The committee is proceeding carefully. That pair, that sentence is code for we're not moving next meeting. And the probability of a rate hike at the November meeting at using uh, the FOMC, uh, using the countdown to FOMC site, is all the way back at five, is all the way back uh, at five, at, at, at zero percent. They think, if anything, there'd be a rate, a rate cut. We are proceeding carefully. Well, 
John says he laughed because, you know what, I've been careful for the last two years. You've been kind of a bull in the china shop. Okay? And there are lots of complaints about them being late, and that's true. But they understand there's a risk they did not get things done. That's why that's why he says what he says. We don't need to play it again. I'll just I'll just read it to you. Additional evidence of persistently above trend growth or that tightness in the labor market is no longer easing could put further progress of inf- on inflation at risk and could warrant further tightening of monetary policy. Um, yeah, play, go ahead, play it one more time. I just need you to hear this one sentence. Cut five. Additional evidence of persistently above trend growth or that tightness in the labor market is no longer easing could put further progress on inflation at risk and could warrant further tightening of policy. And I'm, I'm saying the market's kind of lost their minds. Losing their minds in two ways. One, that it's just making interest-sensitive interest assets very, 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 very troubled. Uh, it's, causing, it's causing bond prices to fall. It's causing trouble in the housing market, as you've heard. Uh, it's, causing tr- it's causing trouble to sell cars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, it is. But the probabilities after, even after him saying that, of a rate hike in, in, at the next three meetings run between about a quarter and a third. Between 26 and 32, I think, is the numbers I computed uh, yesterday while I was drawing up a slide for a presentation I'm doing in a couple of weeks. Um, I don't know what will happen between here and then. In fact, I'm speaking. Why, do I, why does this always happen? I'm speaking the morning of the, the, the FOMC meeting. I always seem to end up that way, or the day after an FOMC meeting, and doing national macro. Uh, it's like, okay, I'm going to guess for you what's going to happen next, but please understand, I might be surprised, and this entire presentation might be worthless in about five hours. Um, the, 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 the point being, the market didn't really buy that. They're yapping at him and, and still has the possibility of them saying, look, I don't necessarily believe you either that or I just don't believe that these risks are really risks. So you're not going to have to raise rates again. And it's pretty clear what they're trying to say is if if the market falls our forecast, we probably are done. But given the surprises we've had, we're not we're, we can't be sure we're done yet. And that's what explains all of what we've seen so far in in uh, the dot plots and in what's happening with rates. And that's why I do think people are thinking about, what does it mean if I end up with a Treasury security that goes to 6% or maybe even 7%? Uh, all that to come and more. We'll get to the Q&A after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. From now on. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Some days, I feel so down. I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike as they'll be discussing an often overlooked piece of the puzzle, asset location. Making certain your investments and portfolio strategies are in the right accounts means more money in your pocket and your accounts. Al and Mike will tell you how to put the pieces to your puzzle together with solutions and strategies. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on the Biz 1440, or call them at 855-231-6010. 
Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus, 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841 That's 800-989-0841 Did you know that there's one place you can go to hear God's words of hope spoken into your life anytime, anywhere? Oneplace.com Listen to your favorite Christian programs, read daily devotionals, and get answers to your tough questions all at oneplace.com or on the OnePlace app in the Apple and Android app stores. Visit oneplace.com today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.